0: Welcome back to the Life and Times Podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. Boxing Bear is an independent art studio and print company located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Since 2011, the studio has stocked alternative art prints and paintings for its loyal customers and friends. And right now, if you subscribe to their mailing list, You can get 20% off. I mean, I'd go hit them up. As a matter of fact, these guys made my infamous podcast logo, which I'm still very much appreciative of. So go check them out at BoxingBear.com. Our next sponsor is The Cookie Barn. You can reach them at TheCookieBarnWaco.com. So they're an online cookie company and they have a pickup location and they'll deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So you can order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or just really any occasion, uh, or just enjoy them yourself. So they specialize in company and client relations and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know and your customers know that you're thinking about them and you appreciate their business. Also with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization and they help foster and adoptive families. So a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another, thecookiebarnwaco.com. Winchester Ranch premium beard oil products contain unique scents that are unmatched in the marketplace. They only use natural, unfiltered, uncut oils to provide the most nourishing ingredients in your beard regime. So leave the big box beard oils for the hipsters because no self-respecting cowboy wants to work cattle smelling like a New Jersey nightclub. So whether it's AM Lumber, Outlaw, Trail Boss, or Whiskey Saddle, Winchester Ranch Beard Company has the scent for everyone. You can reach Winchester Ranch Beard Company at WinchesterRanchBeardCo.com. Once again, WinchesterRanchBeardCo.com. Welcome back. To another episode of the Lifetimes Podcast, I'm your host Lloyd Phillips. Good to be back once again, once again. Um, listen, I was watching a show on uh, the internet the other day. Not a show. I think it was just videos. I don't know what I was watching, uh, but I heard this guy say this, and and it's something I've thought about in my life before. So that's that's why it, it stuck with me. I don't know, the, the guy on the show, he was saying something like. He's like, you know us Capricorns, we're real pragmatic. But he said it like eight times. You know, you know how Capricorns are real pragmatic. You know how we are, us Capricorns. Yeah, um, we were. I, don't, I, I actually, I zoned out after that. I have no idea what he was talking about. I, I literally have no idea what he was talking about because the whole idea, to me, <laughs> the whole idea is stupid. Now I've grown up my whole life with this. I'm not, I'm not trying to mouth people that you know if it's, if you really believe it i'm not trying to hurt your feelings i don't i think it's pretty nerdy but listen i was born in september and and it my life created me you know my my surroundings my my upbringing uh the places i've been the friends i make that's that's who made me like that's how i am so i don't i, <laughs> I just don't think that stuff's a thing you know, I, I don't know what it says about Virgos. What does it say? Virgos. I feel, I'm not even going to read it because it's stupid to me, right? But the, the Virgos are whatever they are. What, what Whatever description. And I think most of those things that you look at online, I think they're just, honestly, they're probably tailored towards whoever wrote the thing. But I, I refuse to believe that uh, 42 years of my life, I'm a certain way because my mom, I, I looked this up before the show, so I know this. Because otherwise, I've never heard these words ever come out of my mom and dad's mouth. But I refuse to believe that my mom, who's a cancer, and my dad, who's a Virgo, got together, and it made me. I, like, <laughs> in, in January of 1979, um, I don't think, in January of 1979, let's, uh, let's have relations in about January, so that way our kid will be a known perfectionist, and he'll find himself in trouble due to their overly critical nature. Virgos are known to be critical, and that is fine. But sometimes they tend to get a little annoying. That's just the whole, the whole bit of stupidity. If my mom and dad accidentally, you know, how, however, however that transpired, and I was born in, um, I don't know, November, I don't believe I'm then whatever it says November sign is. I think the whole thing is just stupid. I think it's all made up. I don't even know who believes in this stuff. Oh, yeah, once again, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings if you do. I'm just saying it's stupid. Am I calling you stupid? No, unless you are. I don't I don't know. I, I just – I find that all, all that to be fascinating. But anyway, not – no, not fascinating. I find it to be ridiculous. So the other day when the guy was saying, he's like, yeah, you know us Capricorns, we're real pragmatic. He said it three times in a row, and it was just all I could take. You're not pragmatic. You're not – it's just – because you're born a certain time. Listen man, there're idiots born in every month of the year. Every year, somewhere, somebody's an idiot. And for all I know, you know, depending on your um your take, maybe I'm an idiot too, but I'm just saying that <laughs> there's idiots born every month. I refuse to believe that kind of that kind of garbage. I just do. Uh I you know, because I did look a couple things up, I not definitions or anything, but um I don't think I'm like Beyonce or Michael Jackson or Sean Connery because I was born in September. We don't think the same. We're not the same. It's just It's just absurd. I hope that I don't think the same as those people anyway. All of that Virgo hospital talk, you know, because I was a Virgo, uh, so I'm really overly critically thinking uh, this podcast. My mom was in the hospital i don't I don't remember what it was for. Um, I don't, I don't remember if it was a surgery or if she was sick. I, I don't know, but all I know is that she had IVs and she was in the hospital. I, I don't remember the whole, the whole, what it was about. But I don't know, at least four or five days, something like that. And so they were, uh, poking her with needles the whole time, getting blood work. I guess the IV was already in her. That's kind of a one shot deal, but they were getting a lot of blood work. And so they would come in, uh, every day, you know, maybe they blew a vein, maybe they couldn't use one, so they're trying to find new veins. So they just kept sticking her. Well, this particular day, I was there, and I was with her for, I don't know, I don't, I, I don't know, three hours, four hours. I was with her through this whole process enough to to bother me. Now, what you don't know is like even if my mom winces in pain because of a needle, I don't really think too much about it. Like one time, I'm sure it hurts. If I was laying in the bed, maybe I would, you know, make a little side face if they poked me. Sometimes it doesn't hurt at all. Uh, actually, I don't ever recall getting poked with a needle and thinking it hurt. Um, well, outside of boot camp, out. hold up, man. One time, one time in boot camp, like when they give you that shot, they got this gigantic Navy doctor. He was in this case. You know, it sounds like one of those uh, walk two miles uphill in the snow kind of stories, but it's not. It's real. This Navy doctor was a massive guy. And and he had a, a, a large-gauge needle. And so when you walked in, whatever the shot was, I don't remember, but he said, oh, this one's going to hurt. So uh, was he saying it because he's being real? Was he saying it because we were in boot camp? I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> so well, he hit me He hit me with it. I don't, so, I don't so much remember the poke, but I do remember that it went deep, like, into my buttocks, and uh, like I could, it took about uh, maybe seven to ten seconds, five to ten seconds for it to hurt. But when it hit, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like you know, like it buckled me a little. I was wondering if I was going to be able to walk for the next month. Uh, that one stuck with me. But anyway, so sidetrack. That was that's the only time I remember like getting a shot, and I'm like, "Oh man, oh wow!" So they're poking her, and and so one nurse comes in, she can't do it. Second comes in, she can't do it. Uh, after the second one couldn't do it, she's like, you know, let me call my boss. If she can't do it, we'll try to get the pick team in, whatever the pick team is. So there's five total nurses in this story. That was the second one. The first time I heard the terminology pick team. So third lady comes in. She's like, oh, I should be able to get these. She's like, I'm pretty good at it. So she starts sticking mom more and mom's starting to hurt now because they just keep jabbing at her and they're not getting anything. And, and so she's like, okay, let me try one more time. If I can't get it, we're going to get the pick team up here. So the lady tries again, can't get it. She's like, okay, I'll be back. Well, then she goes out to the nurse's station. You know, it's a topic of conversation. I'm guessing at the station. So the next nurse, whoever it is, not the pick team comes in. She's like, Hey, I heard they were having some trouble. Um, I was just going to see if I can do it. It should be pretty simple. Uh, you know, I'm pretty good at this. Fourth lady comes in, sticks mom a few times. She's like, I just can't get it. She's like, we're going to have to call the pig team. Fifth nurse comes in. Fifth, number five, five, over about like a three, four-hour period. Comes in because she's she's like, if I can't get it, it's got to be the pig team. The pig team's supposed to come after two, right? That's just for memory. And uh, so the fifth one sticks mom, I don't know, a few hundred times. Not really, whatever, five times. Can't She's like, I can't get it. Okay, all right. So now I'm mad. At this point, I'm actually saying, "Get the pick team. I don't want anybody else in here." She's obviously hurting. Every person that came in here to act, try to act like they're the expert. None of you are experts. Nobody can do it. Go get whoever the pick team is. Get them in here. Right. That's what I said. I got I got all mad about it. Uh, and I normally I'm not that guy. Like I just let them do their job. But I had had enough after the the last one. Uh. Maybe I even said that to the fourth one and the fifth one that I gave it to her also, so I don't know uh hour passes at this point, it's dark. The lights are kind of out in the room, and the door opens, and uh it's this older lady i'm gonna get i'm i'm I know it's a hospital setting, and sometimes you have a tendency to exaggerate. But if I said she was 80, I don't think I'm exaggerating. I don't think I missed it by three years. I'm not exaggerating at all. I don't think I missed her age by three years either way. I'm I'm guessing the lady was 80 years old. She opens the door. She's pushing this cart. She's like, hi. She's like, whatever her name was, I'm with the pick team. That's what she said. <laughs> now, I don't know this lady, but now I see an 80-year-old lady walking in the room by herself. And so, I don't know. But she's with the pick team, so that's cool. So, I but I said, "Hey ma'am, uh, look, I've been sitting here a long time. There's like five people that came in here and and I I Where's the rest of the pick team? Cuz if the pick team's supposed to be here, let's get this done. Like it's she's actually hurting. It hurts her. They poked so many holes in my mom. Get the pick team, all of them." And she's like, "Well, honey, I am the pick team." I'm like, "Just you by yourself? Ma'am, you you singular are the pick team?" She's like, "Yes, ma'am," or "Yes, sir." And I'm like, Okay, well, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I just, I, I had had enough of people poking her, right? That's what, that was what I said. She goes over to mom, and she gets out this red light. It's darker in there anyway. I think it uh, uh, it brings out your vessels. You can see them, I think, right? So so she walks over, this 80-year-old lady walks over to my mom. She's like, hi, honey, I'm with the pick team. <laughs> she, got, she got out the needle. She inserted it in mom's arm, and she's like, okay, you're good, and walked out. For like four hours, we were waiting on the pick team, and the pick team was an 80-year-old lady. You had five nurses. Five nurses couldn't get this thing done, and, and, and multiple sticks couldn't get it done. Five people at an average of three a time, some probably five. I'm going to go. They stuck her between 15 and 25 times between five nurses. Pick team, 80 year old lady walks in, sticks her one time and says, Okay, honey, you're good. And walks out like she invented needle sticking. This is the most amazing thing of my life. And she was 80. Like, ma'am, you can retire. Well, maybe you can't. Actually, maybe you can't retire. It seems like people can't seem to put it, well, IV was in, whatever. Can't find a vein to draw blood. Yeah, most amazing pick team of my life. I don't know how you get on the deal. And it's not a team; it's a lady. One of them. And that's all you need, apparently. As long as it took her to stick my mom, she could have walked to every hospital room in the whole hospital. She got she got to knock them all out in about two hours. So this past weekend, we went to uh, two hockey games, and so or I did. My kids only went to one, but uh, I, I love these hockey games. Like like they're fun. I'm not going to go all in depth with the hockey game. I'm going to do what I do best and tell you what annoys me about stuff. <laughs> Real positive, real positive guy here. Actually, to be honest, I really am positive. I just say a lot of stuff just to be funny uh, because I do find some things silly. But uh, but this I don't like. I, I probably like the people just fine. It, you know, if I ever met the, the Tulsa Euler cheerleaders, I'm sure they probably have a name, but, uh, but Tulsa Euler cheerleaders. I mean, they're constantly dancing in the aisles, and then they go up on this platform and they're across uh, from a spotlight, and the spotlight shoots up on them. But every time the, the spotlight shoots up on them, they think it's go time. I mean, like hardcore go time, whatever. Their best dance moves they've been working on for the last two weeks. When the spotlight hits them, go time. Well, I know it's like part of the game. Like, I know it's p- part of the game. Some people, I, there's literally people, I, I believe, I think some people actually show up to watch the cheerleaders, which I think yeah, I don't. <laughs> I mean, if you're related to them, it's fine, and you're like, oh, that's my daughter, girlfriend, husband, I, husband, <laughs> sorry, daughter, girlfriend, wife, relative, you know, whatever, it's fine. Uh, but just as a fan, like for me, just like a just a random dude, it's annoying how much the spotlight shoots up on the girls that dance on that platform. Like it's annoying. I, <laughs> I, Honestly, I'm not playing. I would rather sit on the other side. I would rather sit on the same side as the cheerleaders so I'm facing the other side so I don't have to see it a hundred times a game. And I, don't, I know that sounds funny, but like I, I just sat there and I'm like, oh man, does it ever stop? Every five minutes you shine the light on and it's like they're, um, <laughs> it's like they're Energizer bunnies where you just put the batteries in. It's already. It, it's like it's already on, on, and then you put new batteries in, and then they just fire it up. It's fast, you know. Like just getting it. Uh, I, I, I'm not just as, I'm not fascinated with it. I'm just not, and it's kind of annoying to watch. I honestly feel like that's the worst part of the hockey game. <laughs> it's, it's how many times they shine the spotlight on them. And they dance so like if there's a timeout on the ice and they start dancing, they don't stop. They keep playing the music till the timeout's over. So they gotta stand there and dance. And I know like now now let me side with them. Let me go ahead and side with them. When there's a timeout and the timeout lasts longer than it should and they keep playing music, well those girls keep dancing up on their their stage, whatever their cheer section is. And uh I know they got to get annoyed like we've been doing the same dance for four straight minutes. You know, and eventually they just repeat the motions. You run out of motions, right? So, so, they're repeating. They're doing the same dance over and over and over. And sometimes the timeout might last five minutes for whatever reason. And those girls, I know they get annoyed with it. But they just do. So, anyway, the game was fine. I just, that kind of stuff, it just gets annoying to me. I ate some uh I ate some beef jerky today and it was made with ghost peppers. And I don't I don't know if you've uh, I don't know if you've ever done that. Actually this this was a little more commercialized um it had ghost peppers, but I ate it and it was hot. But it wasn't so when I chewed it in my mouth, it wasn't hot. When I swallowed it, it felt like my throat was on fire. That's what that's what it felt like. I don't I, I don't I don't think that's healthy. I'm not sure that's a healthy thing. That reminds me of a story uh, about where I used to work. There were some guys standing around in the shop, a few people out there, and then I walk out there and I'm like, hey, what's up, guys? You know, just saying hi. And uh, this guy named Dan says, hey, man, maybe uh, would you like to try some beef jerky? I don't think he said maybe. I think that's just how I just worded it. (laughs) It's like, hey, man, do you want to try some beef jerky? And I was like, "Uh, sure, well, when When he asked me, I noticed that people started to to gather around they weren't they weren't around like they weren't listening to our conversation, but once he pulled out this bag of jerky, uh people started to turn towards us and so he pulls it out and i and I noticed this bag now listen, I'm not a fan of wet m- meat like wet meat is gross. <laughs> By the way, I'm not mouthing anybody. If you live in the Claremore area, I'll, I'll get to the story. I went to Taco Tico the other day. Taco Tico, um, I don't I don't know if it's good. I've passed this thing for seven years. I've lived in Claremore like seven years, and so I pass Taco Tico all the time. Uh, the outside of the building it does it doesn't look appealing, but that doesn't matter. There's a lot of hole in the wall restaurants that are awesome, um, but I don't ever see a lot of cars there, and I've never heard anybody ever say. Hey, man, you been to Taco Tico? I never hear it. But I was close. I was hungry. I was in a hurry, and I wasn't going home. So I was like, you know, I'm going to give this a shot. I go in, I order Taco Tico. I'll shorten this part of the story because that's not even where I was going with this. They, I get three tacos, a burrito, and something else. It's got wet meat. It's like the, it's, the meat is wet. Like I could grab the meat and sling it on the wall. And it would just slime down. You know, it was like nasty like that. Point is, I thought the place was disgusting. Sorry if uh, the owner listens to this. Uh, (laughs) I was going to say, I'll give you a shout out. I just did. Didn't sound good though. Anyway, point is, I don't like the place. So I don't like wet meat. So this guy digs out this bag of beef jerky. And it's got wet meat. Like it's just, um, it's juicy. I've never eaten beef jerky that was juicy. Think about all the beef jerkies you've ever had. It's dried out. That's what you do. You dry it out. It's dried out meat. It's wet. I'm in the shop. I don't want to act um, intimidated about the meat. Now, I mean, I know he's not going to give me something that was going to, like, make me sick because it was, you know, rotten. I mean, I know he's not going to do that. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll eat it. Oh, and, and, and he took a bite to show me. I'm like, yeah, sure. So I grab this, this jerky, I put it in my mouth, everybody starts to stare at me, and I chew it, and it's hot, and I know that it's hot. I know it's very hot, but just because they're all standing around, uh, I chew it and swallow it, and uh, I'm like, yeah, man. I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. I was like, it's, I mean, it's hot, but yeah, it's, I, I like it. That's what I said. I gave nobody any satisfaction. It hurt a lot. Like, it was it was ridiculous. Now, here's where what, what it was. So, I just said I had this ghost chili jerky. Uh, jo- yeah, ghost pepper, ghost chili, whatever, man. I, I had the jerky the other day. It was dry. So, this one had that. Um, it had, um, I don't know, what are the hottest peppers? Maybe not the hottest peppers in the world, but he got the recipe from his friend who, who enters... Um, World's hottest beef jerky competitions. So that's what he had in that bag. But I didn't eat a gigantic piece. I only took off a very small, tiny piece. So, yes, it was hot. It didn't crumple me to the floor. And I, but I had told them, like, oh, yeah, it's good, man. It's good. And then I walked off acting like it was not a thing, you know, just to get a story that he had given it to my buddy earlier, uh, and he threw it back, and he was trying to act tough, except for it didn't work out because he ate a really big piece and uh, he was in a meeting trying, trying to act tough, and he started sweating, uh, and then he started panning, and then he started throwing up. In the meeting, this is like a corporate-type meeting, and then he started throwing up, and he's like, man. <laughs> and he laid out in the hallway for like an hour. I don't know if that's the same reaction they were trying to give me. I don't know. But I don't know why anybody wants to eat anything that hot. I don't, I, I, like, I don't get it. People, I like hot things. People know me. Know that I like uh, salsa that are, t- that are hot salsas that are hot, but I don't like things that just scorch your mouth just for the sake of scorching your mouth, and it tastes horrible. I don't like that at all. I think I, I, I don't understand that. I mean, if you're just doing it on a dare or a bet, okay, I get it. But if you're really trying to sell it to people that you like it, that's a lie. There's no way that you just go eat the world's hottest peppers because it's delicious. I You know, I, I don't understand it. Speaking of that bag, it was wet meat. And I already gave you, the. I just told you Taco Tico wet meat. By the way, I just thought it was gross. I'm not a fan of wet meat. I'm not a fan. Okay. I realize there are soups and stews. I realize there's like beef stew and it's kind of, but that's in like, um that's in thicker liquid. It's not like it's in water. So I, I go to a, a, fo- listen, listen to how I say it. Listen, I don't care where you're from. Yeah, I do actually care where you're from in the world because if you're from where it's from, you're going to be like, that's not what it's called. Uh, you're going to tell me that I'm not saying it correctly. It's fine. It's P-H-O, okay? So I would say pho. My last name's Phillips with a P-H. Sounds like an F, right? And then there's an O. I think it's pho. Apparently it's not. I believe it's pho or whatever. I'm going pho. So I go eat pho, and uh, when I have the shrimp in it, it was great. When I get the chicken in it, I don't think chicken I don't think chicken made in boiled water is delicious. I think it is zero delicious. Chicken in boiled water. I'm not a chicken noodle guy. I'm not a chef. So I don't know. I don't think I don't think the chicken is made in boiling water. I think you make the chicken, you just throw it in there later. Is that is that my right or wrong? I don't know. You'd have to tell me. Point is, I don't think meats that weren't made to be in the water. I don't think you're supposed to eat meats in water. I just I just don't. So I oh, with the pho I ordered the other day, I, it was chicken, and I thought it was gross. And I was like, man, I had this somewhere else, and I thought it was awesome. And then I tried beef, and once again, I thought it was gross. I didn't like it. I think it was the shrimp. I like the shrimp pho. I think it's pho. Pho, 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 whatever. That's what it is. I'm not, is. I'm not a wet meat guy. Wet meat is gross. The, just saying, wet meat is gross. Like you know, give me some uh, barbecue. I like barbecue, completely not wet, dried out, smoky, love it. Speaking of wet meats and uh, faux restaurants, uh, the other day, <laughs> it's a, it's not a story. It's just a, it's just a real quick statement. It's something that's in my head. I. I um I like to just say things for what they are. I like I like to if certain restaurants, I I like Panda Express. I call it Panda Express. Like, do I love it where I eat there every day? No, but but I eat it and it's fine. Uh, but I I call it Panda Express. I only call it Panda Express. I don't call it anything else. I never have. So I asked my kids the other day. I was like, hey kids. Where do you want to go eat? We were by, we were in Tulsa, Oklahoma. If you know the area, you get it. If you're not, whatever. It said these restaurants are closer to the mall, so I was looking for a, for a, some kind of junior high dance dress or whatever I was looking for, and w- which is probably its own story in itself. I'll probably talk about that. I'll, as a matter of fact, I'll talk about it next week. So I'm looking for these dresses, and I said, "Where do you want to go?" And they were like, "Panda." I'm like, okay, so I knew what they were talking about, and then I asked the other daughter, hey, where do you want to go? Panda. All right, so you both want to go to Panda Express? Yeah, let's go to Panda. And then for the next three miles, I love Panda. Yeah, I love the fried rice at Panda. Panda is my favorite. Panda. Call it Panda Express. I don't, why do you keep calling it Panda? Why are you shortening it? Now, if you listen to this thing, you know there's a lot of stuff that irritates me, and one of the things that irritates me is... uh. Well, I didn't realize it did until they kept saying it. That was a, This was actually a new discovery in life. This was a new discovery of annoyance. I wasn't, I wasn't aware that I hated it being called panda until I heard them call it Panda, probably 53 times in three miles, and I had had enough of the terminology panda. I, I just couldn't take it like mental I, about, I almost had a mental breakdown over the term panda. I, 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 I didn't tell them because I was trying to be nice. Now, for those of you that know, if you if you listen through the uh, couple years here, uh, I feel like I was a little hard on the kids growing up. Uh, I, I feel like I should pull back just a little on some of the intensity, you know, like things like that. <laughs> things like saying, stop saying panda, you know, like that. I'm trying to let it go. So I didn't say anything, but it, it made me grit my teeth, uh, an, an exorbitant amount, an exorbitant amount of teeth gritting I did in three miles. But you know, I'm proud of myself. Made a lot of progress. I didn't tell him. I didn't tell to stop. Uh, if I hear it again, we just probably are not going there. I probably would just be nice. And I'm like, hey kids, listen. You know, Daddy gets irritated about stuff. Um, if 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 you want to go to Panda Express, say you want to go to Panda Express. Don't call it Panda. I can't do that. For all I know, there's a restaurant that sucked called Panda. And next time they say it, that's where we're going. The Sucky Panda Restaurant those are my thoughts well okay everybody um i'm gonna get off here for those of you that listen all the time (laughs) for those of you that listen all the time uh i have said over the last couple years probably like 10 times that i'm gonna interview somebody and uh for whatever reason it falls through um and so right now I've reached out to an individual. This is TikTok. If you don't watch it, it's fine. Uh, I'll just, just discover a way for you to, to see this guy. But So there's a guy on TikTok, and the guy's name is Logan Webb. And so if you don't know, uh, he's a guy who plays this same song every time. I don't know the song, but something like that. And, uh, he, he cracks his knuckles like, you know, YouTube, you can see cracks his knuckles and then he turns his hat backwards. So after he turns his hat backwards, uh, he does this move called the sidewinder. So, uh, you know, it's a punch sequence, you know, real strong move, real Mike Tyson type. So, uh, reached out to this guy, trying to, I'm trying to interview this guy. I'd like to know his backstory and know how he, how he invented the sidewinder punch uh, uh really that's it look i'm gonna finish this uh, week out just want everybody to know uh love you put pete rose in the hall of fame <clears throat> and uh we'll talk to you later